Everyone. Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and business women, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that were just dabbling in between, you know, bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm looking forward to bringing today's guest in, in our business spotlight. With just $500, Lindsay Pinchuk built a community for parents and parents-to-be, growing it to reach 3 million people every month and driving seven figures in revenue year after year. She became an expert, contributing to 300-plus TV segments, podcast interviews, and pieces of press. In 2019, she sold her business and is now helping other female founders and entrepreneurs to build, scale, and monetize communities of their own through Lindsay Pinchuk Marketing and Consulting. So I can't wait to hear all about this, Lindsay. Welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Oh, it's my pleasure. So I have to ask you, did you always think you were going to become an entrepreneur? Never. (laughs) I mean, honest to God, never. I Um, I worked in advertising and marketing for the Hearst Corporation. I worked for brands like Redbook and Good Housekeeping, selling integrated marketing packages to Fortune 500 companies for 10 years before I started my own company. And when I started my own company, it was not as if I set out to start this company that I had any intention of blowing up the way that I that I did. I am not a half-asser. So, you know, anything I do, I really do it to the fullest extent. But when I started my first company, which was called Bump Club and Beyond, I, you know, I really, it was for me. I was pregnant and I was looking for community. I was looking for support. And there was, there really was nothing in Chicago. There were some prenatal yoga classes and they were like in the neighborhood. So like not in the loop where I worked, they're in the neighborhoods at like 4.30 and 5 p.m. And so I would have to leave work at like four o'clock. And that just at that time in 2010, that wasn't an option. And so I said to my husband, there's so much that I am looking to learn and know and need to know. And none of my friends are pregnant. And that is how I started Bump Club. And I started hosting events for expectant moms and their families. And it really, you know, my needs grew as an expectant parent and then as a new parent. And that is really how I grew the business. And so, no, to answer your question, I did not intend to be an entrepreneur. That was, and I loved my job. I ended up leaving it, but I loved my job. So for you, how do you define community? So community, it's funny because I think a lot of people when they, you know, have their social media or they have their, their followers or the people who go to their website, they really call them audience, right? They say audience. A community is people who give and take. A community is a two-way street and you need to have a community in anything that you do. It's not just in business. Like as a mom, you need community. As a woman, you need community. Um, As 
a mom with kids in school. I have my school community, right? There's all different kinds of community, but a community is really a two-way street. You are putting out and people are giving back in and you are engaging with one another. And so, you know, when I started Bump Club, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was developing a community. And the way that that worked was in this is before social media. It's funny because you told me how you started your business, like when Twitter was in beta. I started my first business when Facebook didn't have business pages. I mean, it was Facebook personal pages, Mm -hmm. I think like LinkedIn and some email. And I, honest to God, just showed up as an expectant mom, shared my trials and tribulations and, and said like, Hey, is anyone else, you know, swollen? I mean, really, and truly like I was sharing what I was going through and I was connecting with other women. And the more I connected, the more they came to our events. And then they started buying tickets to events and seeing value in the information that I was providing as an expectant mom. And that I was bringing to them because I never once proclaimed to be an expert in anything. And I actually always said, just because I have MOM after my name doesn't mean I'm an expert. I'm going to bring you the nutritionist. I'm going to bring you the doula. I'm going to bring you the lactation consultant. I'm going to bring you the pediatrician and the OBGYN. I don't claim to be any of those people, but I'm going to curate the information for you so that you feel that you have the best information at your fingertips while experiencing this life stage. And so I didn't, like I said, I didn't realize it at the time I was showing up and being myself and doing what I do best, which is connecting people and providing information. And that is how I developed my community. And, you know, years later, when we were hosting hundreds of events a year, people would show up in cities across the country and say, I've been following you for years. And they, and we would have conversations about things that I had shared and things that I had put out into the universe. And that is community. You know, when it is an audience, people are just taking and listening. But when it is a community, they're engaging with you, they're connecting with you, and they ultimately build trust and they become your customers. Isn't that amazing how it happens? This past weekend, my niece got married and I had said to this woman, I loved her dress. It was one of those 50s dresses with the taffeta skirt. I mean, I just, I loved it. It was so pretty. And so we're standing in the bathroom, we're talking and we introduced ourselves. And I said, my name is Dory. And she's like, Dory, what? And I said, D Carlo. And she started to laugh. I listened to your radio show. That was my first at just a random event. It's been, it's different when you're at a networking event and things like that, but just at a, you know, my niece's wedding and somebody she knew had been a guest and she was like, I just, I loved your show. And I just have kept listening. It's amazing how you don't know where your community is going to grow. So how and why should businesses and brands continue to cultivate that community? You know, it, yeah. I mean, it really goes back to what I was saying in that when you are looking to sell something to someone, people want to buy from people. They don't want to buy just from a brand. And like I said, I didn't realize I was doing this early on. And now in my second business, I'm being a lot more intentional with it, of course. But, you know, I watched it happen firsthand. And, and with my first business, I didn't realize, and it was probably about four years in that I was like, oh my God, you know, 
look what I have built, look what I'm monetizing. And it really just stemmed from this idea of community. And so as a brand, it is so essential that you are showing up and connecting with your community because that connection drives sales. I mean, at the end of the day, when people want to buy whatever it is that you're selling, whatever your category is, they will think of you because they have a connection with you. And it's very interesting. I have a client right now um, who has an apparel company and I went into, we, they hired me to develop more revenue streams for them. So, and they wanted to monetize their database and their email and, and we're working on that. But as I got into it, I'm looking at their social media and I say to her, but all you're doing is talking about you and your product. Like you're pushing your product out five times a week. You're not connecting with your customer. You're not talking about the things that are important to her. You're not even talking to her. You're not listening. Like you're literally just putting your apparel out into the world and hoping someone buys it. I got in there and started sharing things and drumming up conversation, not through me, but like through their brand and, you know, developing a strategy. And it was like, she couldn't believe it. And, you know, I knew that this was going to happen because I did this with bomb club. But when someone has been in a, in a place for so long and they're not doing that, and then they see it happen, it's like, it's amazing to watch that transpire. And ultimately that growth, even it doesn't even have to be growth in the vanity number, the growth in engagement and the growth in the reach will end up driving more bottom line success. And, you know, ultimately it really just goes back to that fact that people want to buy from people and people want to connect with people. And it's so important that you are listening and not just pushing out, but it, that it is a two-way street and all of these things interact and intersect with one another. Um, you know, it's, it's funny because I always say that your community is your number one asset and your content is your number one marketing tool. And at the end of the day, your content is not just your social media. It's your email. It's your social media. It's this podcast. It's all of your appearances. It's any event that is all content that goes into your community and gets pushed out to your community. And all of those things need to be working together and interacting with one another. And when that happens, you see this bottom line lift. Lindsay, let's face it. It's that old saying, people buy from who they know like, and trust. Yep. You know, I've been in today. Exactly. And what people don't get is that they may have to see your ad, your posts and things six, eight, 10 times. You know, if they're liking something, acknowledge the like they've given you a like that's their hello. You may have to say hi to them. Thanks for the like blah, blah, blah. You may have to say it 10 times before they say you're welcome. But if you don't acknowledge them at all, they're not going to stick around. You know, I've been doing this since it was a dot-com dial-up. My webmaster and I designing sites, she did the back end, I did the collateral end. And back then, all you needed was a website because no one had one, you know? And so that was it. And then you did the spider link so you could, you know, link up with other people's websites and things. Now, Everyone has a website and stuff. So you have to stand out on that personal side. Yes. And make people realize, let's face it, 
What's in it for me is the consumer's mantra. No matter what product you have, no matter what you sell, you have to show them why your product, your service, your business is going to help with their pain points because it is all about them. It is all about them. It is not about you. And yes, you need to be solving pain points and you need to know what those pain points are. And at the end of the day, who better to ask than your community? When you have a community and you can interact with them and you do interact with them and they trust you, then you can also start asking them questions and you need to listen to their answers, like really listen to their answers. On that note, think about what Lindsay just said. We're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some, the inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404 or go to nosuchthingasabully.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We are talking with Lindsay Pinchuk from Lindsay Pinchuk Marketing and Consulting. I love this conversation because people, again, need to remember to actually listen to what their community is saying. And then you start to grow and then you start to make things interesting, but you want to keep that branding. You know, I'm sure you see it in the clients that you have and they think, well, this looks great on Instagram and this looks great on Pinterest and this looks great here, which it does. Different things look great, but if they don't open it up and see that it's you, you may not be able to get the same handles across social media, but your branding needs to be there. Your logo, your colors, your font. Seems like common sense, but often people don't know that part. No, people don't know that part. And, you know, and to your point, like my podcast, for example, is called Dear Found Her. And it's not Dear Found Her by Lindsay Pinchuk. It's it's Dear Found Her. And when you open up Dear Found Her and when you open up Lindsay Pinchuk on Instagram, you can see through the branding that we are the same. And we are tied together. There's, you know, there's a little bit off here and there. But to your point, the colors are the same. My picture, I use the same image. 
on my podcast art as I do on my Instagram account and on my LinkedIn. And so it really needs to be consistent, really and truly. Love sharing a fellow podcaster. Give us a little snippet of what your podcast is about. Lindsay. My podcast is actually about it's for female founders. And um, I started it when I was leaving my brain after I left my company, I sold my company and I left. And I had always just felt that being a female founder was very lonely and isolating. And through my 10 years growing my company, I met and became very close to some amazing female founders from some very big brands. And so um, we twice a week drop a founder story with, you know, New York Times bestsellers with um, we've had some great celebrities. We've had some nine figure entrepreneurs, like just really cool people sharing the ups and downs of starting a company. You know, I can be your thousandaire founder <laughs> that can tell you that, you know, sometimes you just do things because you love it. Yep. You know, and and we need the support. You know, oh, women 100%. need to be empowering other women. We talk about it all the time here that when you win, we win. Yep, absolutely. And have you know, one of the things that we talk about very often, women have a hard time promoting each other because we fall into that high school mentality of, well, what if they like you more than me? Or, you know, but I can't do that. You're oh, I never have boyfriend. an issue with that. I mean, and that's my whole mantra is sharing and, and sharing other people. And I have people on my podcast that do exactly what I do. Right. And, you know, but that's, I also very much believe that there's somebody for everybody. Right. And like, I might not be for you and you might not be for me or my, the next person that comes along, but there's enough business to go around and everybody needs to find the right people to work with. And so, you know, it's, I, I really look at competition as a way to elevate what you're doing, not take away from someone else. I agree with you. A thousand percent with our stadiumbags.com. People have said to me, what about your competition? I was like, I don't have any competition. First of all, we use a five mil 20 gauge temperature treated PVC vinyl. Nobody else does. So until they even come up to our quality, I have no competition. They have two bags. We have 24. Again, I don't have any competition. And the reality is if I worked with 50,000 factories, I could never produce on a global level how many people need these bags? If anything, let me help come on up to our level. Give people quality. We work hard for our money and cheap is expensive. You can go out and buy a bag that's 10 or $15 cheaper, but when it breaks two months later, what did you save? Correct. You've saved nothing. Back to your marketing and consulting. How do you utilize your community for that bottom line success? How do you make yeah, that work? Absolutely. So there are a lot of ways that you can tap into your community. And I highly, highly, highly suggest that people recognize this and they do it. So the first thing that I love to tell people is when you have an engaged community, you have people who have subscribed to you. And so one, if you need something from them, ask them. If you want them to share an episode or share something you're doing, just ask. Ask nicely, but just ask. And I guarantee you will see people sharing or liking or saving or whatever it might be that you're asking them to do, you have to ask. So that's first. The second is when you have an engaged community and a community who trusts you and people who subscribe to you, you're going to have really, really loyal people within that group. And so a way to kind of make it a little bit more official is you can start a brand ambassadorship. And that looks so many different ways. And 
it really comes down to what looks and works best for you and for your company. But for example, at Bump Club, we were doing events. I was one person. I could not be in multiple places at once, nor could I be in at an event five nights a week. I had two kids at home. I had women who wanted to help me and really just believed in what I was doing. And so what did I do? I created a brand ambassador program. They got free events. They never had to pay for events. They got free swag from my partners. And in turn, they ran events for me. They would check people in at the door. They would introduce our speaker. And that allowed me to be with my family. And it allowed me to really, it took me out of the nitty gritty of the business so that I could focus my time on growing the business versus being at all these little events. You know, I, I, I always went to events and I was always there, but these were just extra hands that allowed me to leave early or whatever it might be. And then in, in exchange, they also shared, they would share the events with their own communities. So, you know, if you have an official like brand ambassador program, it is one of the best ways that you can get the word out about your company. So, you know, I always just tell my clients to really think about the ways that they can tap into their community. So, you know, we talked about a brand ambassador. We talked about asking them to share, listen, like we were saying before, you need something or you need to know something, run a survey, ask some questions. There's no better way to get customer feedback than to ask the people who are in your community. And you can use that customer feedback to develop, to change, to grow, to do whatever it is that you need to do, especially if you're in a rut. And that is like the, if you, if you see your bottom line going down or staying flat, or, you know, if you see your engagement on social media, staying flat or going down, ask your community, just ask them, ask them for feedback. Like they're like, it is a two-way street. And so you have to go back to what I was saying before. You have to listen, listen to them. And these are all ways that you can help your bottom line just by talking to your community and the people who trust you. So how have you been able to find, we said, we talk about balance, but it's really a juggling act. There's no balance. Exactly. For that, for the whole idea of motherhood and entrepreneurship, how are you making it work? I don't believe in balance. The big picture short answer is that when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. And when I'm working, I'm working. And, you know, you just saw my kid came in and I said to her, you know, go put on a movie. And as soon as I'm done, I will be with you. And I will go be with her after this. I left bump club because that wasn't happening for me anymore. Um, I was, I was working around the clock. I was not happy. My kids felt it and I never had a break. And you know, I wasn't curing a disease. I was running a community. And when the people bought me who, who bought me, you know, it was, I, I, I don't regret it by any means. And it was an amazing experience, but there came a point where I guess I wanted more balance and, or, or I don't know if it was balance that I wanted, but I wanted to be able to shut off work. And now I can, and, you know, I'm back to working for myself. I'm back to picking the projects that I wanted, that I want to work on. A couple Fridays ago, I had a summer Friday. Like I gave myself a summer Friday and I couldn't believe it because it was the first Friday in years, like literally years where I took the Friday and I didn't think about work at all. And I, I just, I hadn't had that in so long because 
in after I sold my company and I was working for corporate America again, we would have summer Fridays, but they would call me from the office. They would text me, They, you know, and I was constantly plugged in. So that was the long part of my answer. But really and truly, it is to be focused on what it is you're doing when you're doing it. And that is how I, I try to find the balance when I'm working, I'm working. And when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. And now that I've made this change and I'm back to working for myself, this is why I want to work for myself because I'm much more in control of my destiny. I have to tell you that I just three weeks ago took the first vacation I've had. And I can't think how long because the perils of being able to work from anywhere is that you do. Yes. My laptop's always with me. My phone's always with me. So I can take a quote unquote vacation, but I can still get things done. I was up in the mountains of Vermont, no internet, no phone, nothing, five days. I was so happy. The funniest is we came down the mountain to go to a concert Friday night, this outdoor concert, hit where there was cell towers, bing, 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 bing. My phone was going off like 4th of July. Scrolled through all of the texts that came through and I answered my children. Well, because at the end of the day, like, and because this happened to me too, you know, I come back on Monday morning and everything was still intact. Exactly. No one died. Every, my business was still running. You know, I took some time when I dropped off my daughter at overnight camp and I had scheduled out some social media that ran while I was gone, but I really wasn't on social media for work and everything was fine when I came back the next week. And that is, you know, we're not curing diseases. And I think everyone needs to put it into perspective. I'm with you a thousand percent on that. Because sometimes we think that everything's going to implode if we're gone. It's all going to be there. And this is why we're entrepreneurs. This is why we're mompreneurs, because we can shut it off. Yep. You know, and let's face it, in the beginning, you're working in your business. You're everything. As your business grows, you get to work on it. Yep. And once you're at that point, if you don't take time for yourself, you know, What's the point? Exactly. You're going to burn out. If it's not fun for you anymore, then why own a business? Go back and work for somebody. Yep, absolutely. Let it be their headache. So as we are wrapping up, what would you like to leave our listeners with, Lindsay? And how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway I want to leave the listeners with is that you need to look at your followers and your audience as a community. If you take away nothing else from this conversation, start thinking about ways that you can talk to them, that you can engage with them. And guess what? They're probably not going to engage back right away. But the more you train them and you ask questions and you put it out there, you know, the first time you go live on Instagram, no one's going to be watching. The second time, maybe two or three people. The third time, a dozen. You have to just stick with it and really engage with the people who are following you and who subscribe to you. So if nothing else, please take that away from this conversation. You can find me on Instagram at Lindsay Pinchuk. I share a lot of tips on building and monetizing your community, a lot of social media, a lot of content, just really actionable items that you can take away and apply to your business. I have a free social media challenge that I run. It's in the link in my profile. It's free. It's seven hours of content from me that talks all about things you could do to build community. It's really great. I've had some really great results from clients from that. Um, You can also find me at lindsaypinchuk.com. Everything that you need to know about me and about the ways to work with me is right there. 
All of Lindsay's links will be live on both our blog talk radio and wordofmomradio.com. So I suggest that you reach out. I'm really looking forward to listening to your podcast. Thank you. I really am. I, again, love sharing fellow podcasters. Because Me too. There are amazing women out there and we need to know that. We all need to know that we're there for each other, that we're not your competition. We are your cheerleaders. 100%. You know, and so I so appreciate you taking the time to come and share with us, Lindsay. I really, truly do. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having me. It's been my absolute pleasure. And for all of you tuning in, thanks so much for being here. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is you. Sure of herself. Yeah, she takes care of biz. Powerful and strong. Yeah, she knows who she is. Has integrity. Woman strong and true. You know her by name. This woman is you. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true. She is true. She is brave. She is brave. She is bold. She is bold. She is you. She is you. She is you. She is you. Adds value and hope. Has proved to be brave. Never too late, never time to behave. Reaching for dreams, doesn't matter the age. Believes in herself, unleashed from her cage. She is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true. She is brave, she is brave, she is bold.